Howie and Boyd present Two Jews Kibitzing. No, but go ahead. Who fucking cares? Who fucking cares? Um, I guess welcome back to Howie and Boyd. It's been a, a long time. Um, when was the last time? Oh, yeah, fuck, we'd start with that. Um, yeah, Lachayim, cheers. Um, obviously, we're, uh, I guess teleconferencing is that what they call this? Shit, I don't know. We're we're on full lockdown. Uh, COVID has hit everything. And um, look, first, how are you doing? You were telling me last night about your sleeping is not so great. Oh, no, I, I'm sleeping okay, but I told you downstairs, you, you know the layout of our house, you know where our TV is. Right. That window right there, there's a fucking birds are nesting. So there's this bird that's <laughs> fucking pecking at the window. So I've tried, I mean, I put a fucking piece of plywood up there. He sees one little sliver of the window and he pecks at it. I put fucking. Um, uh, I put cardboard up there anyway. So, and then at night we've got frogs on the slope and fortunately I've been able to keep, <laughs> I've been able to keep the windows closed at night cause it's been cold, but he fucking starts going off right at the, about the time I'm trying to go to sleep. So that's always... <laughs> you need to get some like better, like fitting earplugs. Like you're in a band, you know, the ones that into your ears and well, I've been listening to my podcast with a fucking earbud in and another ear on the pillow. So it's been working. <laughs> That's what, um, you know, our buddy, our buddy Robert, uh, said to do when he's in Vegas, he sticks one in his ear and then plays that one podcast that always puts him to sleep. It's like the worst one he says, but he starts listening and all of a sudden he's asleep. I got so a really good podcast and it's sometimes it's actually too interesting and it kind of keeps me awake. But... <laughs> well, but how are you doing? We're hanging, man. This is not, um, hasn't been terrible yet i mean you know my wife she always wants to get out and do stuff but it's um I mean, besides doing that like we got we got a routine we're we're way off on our schedules i mean you said you even you even stay up to like 9 30 or something right is that um yeah i i've been going to bed you know later than i normally would reading for about half hour 45 minutes and then today was kind of an aberration that i actually didn't wake up till six nice well, you didn't make the poker game this morning they played online. Yeah, I saw them fucking texting and <laughs> you just been ignoring all the texts like all the time. You haven't you haven't said anything about tonight at seven o'clock, seven fifteen. Yeah, I figure, you know, I'll show up and And play. Yeah. All right, that's fine. Um, but yeah, we've been like, you know, um my wife Marie is um Pretty sure that was it. Yeah. Um, she, she's normally like you. She's in bed at like 8.30 at latest 9 and gets up at 4.45 to work out. She's been going to bed at 11 or after 11 with me watching shows and then is getting up after me. And I'm, I was getting up at like 6 still and then 7 and now it's like 8.30. So wow. Yeah. And she's still in bed at 8.30 and that's when her class school normally starts. So she just rolls out, flips up the laptop and starts doing her schoolwork. Yeah. So um, I've just been, you know, this is, I, I'm a person that, that I like routine, you know? Right. And this is, thro it's throwing me out of my routine enough with things that I can't control. So the things that I can control, I'm going to try and stay in that routine. So. 
we've actually added more routine. I think for us, I mean, not just, I mean, normally it's get up, make the kids food, get them out the door, go to school. But, um, we've been every morning, 10 o'clock working out for anywhere between a half an hour and two hours. Um, the whole family, um, unless, unless Marie decides that she doesn't want to do the workout we're doing. So she puts on, and we've been doing this too. We've done this twice. Um, freaking kickboxing dude this was uh <laughs> four of us in the garage with the ipad and some lady online the first one um marie admitted it was way too fast we were like she's i'm like shut the what the fuck are you doing <laughs> and then my little one is just like oh spazzing and um bella the middle one or the, the older one she uh she had it okay but we all got our heart rate up and that sort of stuff but um we've done that twice once with the crazy lady, once with um, way easier. And then we've been doing that rowing machine I told you. We've been yeah. doing hands. We've been doing um, med balls. We've been doing uh, abs, like 500 different ab combo workout. I've been doing 100 push-ups a day. So, so my question is why? Yeah. Uh, mostly to keep the kids in a routine. Okay. You know, they got to work out. So I just figured I can't really use an excuse if I'm too tired or I'm at school so because I, I noticed that when we went on our little ride not too long ago there there was no extracurricular activity when we when we stopped and had a beverage for you no uh no that's not that's not uh a thing that was just a whatever oh, okay i'm not playing cards and i don't have, you know go home and stink strangely you know so my question is is and see this is what i'm having a hard time you know, wrapping my head around, is there, is there ever a point where, where we get back to normal? No, it's not going to be normal ever again. I mean, you, you being a hypochondriac, right? Yeah. Like, well, you know, germaphobe. Germaphobe. And a, and a slight right. hypochondriac. Sorry. Sorry. You know, and right. now I, I look like the smartest guy in the room, right? <laughs> right. You do. <laughs> you do. And then everyone's like at your level now, but I think everyone doesn't go back to where we were before. Um, if that's what you're talking about, I don't think, I think that, um, I think that we're going to have a crazy amount of kids decide that online learning is their thing. Um, you know, um, my my significant other, Dolores, right. mm -hmm. we were talking this morning and, you know, let's say best case scenario, let's say that we do, we are back in the classroom in the fall. I mean, it's don't you think it's going to have to be with masks and with, with, you know, hand sanitizer dispensers in everybody's classroom and, and, you know, things of that nature. Yeah. I think, I actually think from a science perspective, um, I think they're going to have to have an antibody test to see if you've already had it or not, whether you can go back to school or not. It's almost yeah. like, it's like, you know, we now in the state of California, we don't allow students at all, um, religious excuse or not without vaccines. Right. And I just think that, um, the, the herd immunity that we need to have, everyone actually needs to get it or get the vaccine. And we're, we're 16 months out from a vaccine. Definitely. Uh, so it's day, what? <laughs> it's now I seriously have to edit this video. Wait, say it again. No, no, I didn't see anybody. I can't hear you louder. The thing, whatever that thing is. What about, tell her, don't come in, don't come in. Okay. I don't, I, I couldn't understand any of that. Sorry. We just well, barely, I barely got a glimpse of her, so. Oh, uh, it doesn't matter. I just, I, I now have to cut the video. And I told oh, her. Oh, you not. didn't say anything. No, I didn't say her name. 
I guess we'll leave it in whatever. Yeah. We're, we're freaking, we're not in our normal bar situation. So, yeah. um, no, but you're totally right. I, 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 you can't, you can't send people back to school when people are going to be contagious. It's like the whole, I just thought the whole 14 day lockdown for people who have been exposed to it is, is this dumbest idea on a cruise ship, let's say, yeah. because you get locked down for 14 days. Well, 13 days into it, now you contract the virus. It's okay to get off the boat. No, you you have to go home away from everybody locked down for 14 days to make sure it doesn't show up. And then, then you might be okay. So that there's a lot of things like that. I also think I'm freaked out. I know I'm switching back and forth here, but freaking food. How do you go to a Taco Bell with those little sniveling high school kids? No shit. All over the bags, all over the drink cups and expect people to think that that's okay. So, well, and people that are still patronizing stores, you know, takeout, I just, that, that still freaks me out as well. I, I don't know about you guys. No, that's what I'm, ta- I'm talking about takeout. I'm talking about um, specifically takeout food. I, yeah. I think that the way that you talked about the way you wipe the stuff down when you go to the store, what, what we do, I mean, uh, we're, we're like, now we're wiping it down. <laughs> we're, we're grabbing every bag, like at Costco, four bags deep. Don't touch that one. It looks like someone already tried that one. You know, and then it gets in the car. It gets wiped down before it goes in the car. They get wiped down when he comes out of the car. And then if we're still worried about it, we let it sit in the garage for three days because nothing can, they can't, they can't, I want to say survive. That's a, what's up, buddy? You can't say the cat's name. Why? Oh, <laughs> cut that chunk out. I was uh, going to try and warn you ahead of time, but. Damn. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, back on that. So, so anyway, yeah, we're, but going back to your point, will it ever, I don't think we can get back in August unless there's a antibody test or a giant percent. I mean, we are doing a very good job where we live in the greater Sacramento area yeah. outside of the main city to flatten that curve. But that's also the problem because we're all going to get it. We're just going to get it later. And that's getting into August. Right. So, um, but I do think, I do think that, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. No. And I was just, the other thing that I was just, thinking about is, you know, we're packed into classes with 36 kids and this far apart. There's, yeah, there's no way you can practice social distancing. And, and if we learn anything from history, we think back to 1918, you know, they were able to kind of weather the first in the spring and then back in the fall, it came back with a vengeance. And I think, I think the fucking orange menace, you know, orange Julius, (laughs) you know, he's just, I don't know. He wants baseball. To, he wants baseball to happen. Yeah. Yeah. I. It's. Where I mean, there's so many more things that they're they're saying that are that cannot happen. I mean, it just cannot happen. Um, I don't think school comes back in August the regular way. I think. I think if you don't have it, you might have to continue this. I think if you already had it, there might even be like a hey, go get a doctor's thing that says you took the antibody test that you already had it. You can go back to more social socializing sort of stuff. Um, but it won't go back to how it was before for, until we get that vaccine. And at what point do you think people in society start to turn on teachers because we're going to still be drawing a paycheck and so many people are going to be hit, you know, so hard with the loss of jobs and, and, you know, and all of that. I think those people that don't have kids, um, will they're already probably saying it. I think the people with kids right now who are like, oh my God, you have to deal with this every day times 32. 
are like, holy shit, send my back kid back to school, do something, you know? So I think they know that how much we're going through, especially, I mean, I have older kids, but still my wife and I are both teachers. Um, we're on the computer every day and I'm not kidding, dude. I'm, I'm, I'm emailing all day long and, you know, troubleshooting all their stuff and grading. And so we're, we're putting in more work than a lot of people are and we can't draw on employment or anything like that. So, right. Yeah. Uh, and I'm just thinking about someone like, uh, the other teacher in my department that has, you know, he's our basketball coach and he's got five kids oh. and everybody's at home now. And, and, and he's got one special needs student who goes to our school right now and dealing with all of that. Is she special needs? Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she's. I did she, not know that. She, he, he wasn't even going to send her to school. I'm like, dude, just send her to the school. She's on the swim team. She's, um, you know, she's, she's interacting with her kids. So yeah, it's, you know, it's, it's it, just imagine or um, our, our other buddy who's a triathlete guy who's in my department. Um, he, he has, he has two kids. One of them's like kindergarten or first grade. And he said it's six hours a day on the computer and it's constantly while he's trying to do his stuff, redirecting her, redirecting her, redirecting her. Do it's, and he's like, Holy what? Right. So it, I mean, it's hard on them and it's, um, you know, it's, it's, I don't, I don't know, but there are some kids like, you know, the kids in your class that, that don't, um, they don't just do well socially at school anyway. And they're stoked to stay home and do now we have very little work right now, but as we go into like a normal work schedule, they're probably still stoked to be at home doing it. Yeah. And mm -hmm. I, how, how are you, I'm finding that basically since we've been out, I, what I have asked them to do and submit has been minimal. And, and basically if you turn it in, you're going to get credit, but I'm, I'm just, especially with my, my advanced students, right. I, I collected something um, yesterday and I was, I was looking through them today and Jesus, it's God awful. Yeah. It's, it's like very terrible. Now imagine my regular kids like that. It's they're they're. I mean, I have sent them so many emails explaining exactly what to do with their parents and they still aren't doing it. And I'm like, just go back to the email on this day. that tells you exactly. Oh, okay. Now I did it. And then they expect to be able you know, to turn in everything late. Like I gave a quiz on, on Friday and I said on Monday, there is a quiz on Friday. If you don't take the quiz, well, actually I gave them Thursday and Friday and they could have open notes obviously and text each other answers. If you don't take the quiz by 5 p.m. on Friday, it is a zero. Yeah. Well, I had uh, six kids out of 192, but yeah. still um, just didn't do it at all. And you know what? My smart kids, they got like, I only made it with five points. They're the ones that got fours out of fives. It's the total idiots that all got five out of fives because they all just looked up all the answers. And then I feel bad. I'm putting in and I just told everybody, I'm going to give a chance for a retake if you didn't get a five out of five. So... Yeah, that's what I did with my with my regular kids. I collected an assignment on a Thursday and they half-assed it. And so on Friday, I posted, I basically, I completed the assignment myself. I walked them through each question, how it should have been answered, told them they had till Monday to resubmit it if they wanted full credit. And, you know, again, there are probably 15 or 20 kids that, that didn't bother didn't. to do it. Yeah, even though you told them exactly how and what the thing was. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm going to, for the kids that didn't take it and we got less than a five, on Monday, I will give them until Monday at five o'clock, reopen the quiz, let them take it again or complete it the first time. And then on Tuesday, I'm just going to post all, all the answers. Oh, 
the holy moly girl. You know what I'm talking about? The one I've talked about before. Um, she came by in the hallway the other day, right? After yes. You. Okay. Yes. That one has only done about half the work. On the quiz for the written portions, she wrote shit like, like, oh, I just found out I'm passing this class for an answer. And then she wrote for the last, like, semi-essay or a paragraph answer. She just went on the keyboard. Oh. <laughs> and but she's really smart she got a five out of five in the multiple choice which is the one they put in the computer and i just said whoa i sent a screenshot of the of her answers actually i printed the whole thing out i just yeah whatever and sent it to her and her dad and said you know mr so-and-so can you please go over with your daughter um that did and, and i copied and pasted her statement in the and i said that this statement might not be true if she keeps doing stuff like this. So, yeah. Do you think? Do you think it's going to ultimately for this school year come to that where it's going to be, or kids are going to have the option of taking it pass, not pass? Yeah, I, I think that the state of California opening it up for Cal States and UCs to go pass fail on this semester stuff, um, and accepting that as a, as A through G requirement. I think that's that's totally what's going to have to happen. There's no way. I mean what do you do? Like if, if you are that person at home, the parents still have to work and you're taking care of your five brothers and sisters and you have just no time to do the work and you were getting a B and now you're getting a, an F. This is not going to happen. Yeah. So, um, that's, that's disappointing. Uh, what do you think about, by the way, just in case we didn't mention this being, this is our COVID <laughs> COVID-19. Right. The COVID-19 version here. Yeah. Um, what do you think? Let's start with uh, the way the district handled the response. How do you think the district handled the response in the beginning, now, etc.? You know, uh, we don't really don't have anything to measure it by. I think I'd have to say they've handled it reasonably well. Um, they've been, you know, extremely communicative with with um, administrators. Administrators have been very um, available to teachers. Uh, they've tried to roll it out gradually. They've been really uh, communicative with uh, parents in the community. Uh, you know, it's so unprecedented. I don't know how you could do it any more effectively. Uh, that's my take on it. What's yours? I think in the beginning they sucked. Like it was the, well, because just because my wife is in a different district. Right. And, so you have something to compare it to. Yeah. So the week before, or actually the two weeks before, when we started seeing this, this is might start to happen. They might start closing schools. They had their teachers on special assignment, both districts call them TOSAs. Um, they actually uh, refer to them as teachers on sleeping assignments or teachers <laughs> on social assignments with our, right. you know, when our, our buddy that used to be there, the English teacher that did that for like five years, that's social assignment for sure. Um, they had every one of the TOSAs put together a two week, um, kind of like our enrichment stuff, but specific to each content area in high school and each grade level so that if it did close a school, and in the beginning we thought maybe a week or whatever, that every kid would either give it electronically or handed a packet for two weeks for each content area or each grade level, like all the stuff. Like they had, you know, uh, elementary schools, social science, math, English, et cetera. And here's your packet for each thing. And this is two weeks worth of work. And this is what you're working on in case. And it was actually not just in case the schools closed, it was in case um, a parent decided to take their kid out of the school because they were worried about it right. too. So it was either way. And so when they, as soon as they started the same day, day we started, um, they all got those electronically. So the teachers had at least a week 
to set up their own curriculum, have all their meetings and not have the kids so far behind. With us, it was like our districts seem to be dragging their feet and wait to see what the state says. And as soon as the state says, oh, you guys got to close your schools, they're like, oh, fuck, now what? And it was like, okay, everyone do whatever you can instead of everyone being on the same page. Yeah. So, and it was kind of like a grab bag. Like, yeah, you could do this, you know, online thing. You could do this online thing like Khan Academy or Google Classroom or Flipgrid or so many different things. And some teachers are overwhelming their kids with five different things they have to go to and log into. So that's where I think we made the biggest mistake. Um, but I, our buddy that is a principal at a different school. Uh-huh. Uh, the, the newer school, um, yeah. than me. Okay. So that guy, um, against the rules, because we're on spring break this week has had meetings now today with the English department yesterday with social science and math. And I was like, get ready for a, uh, a little filing a grievance because, and he's like, Oh, it was optional. Well, when your principal says we're having a meeting, it's optional. You show up. Yeah. So, um, he is now making them all do Google classroom. Like he said, because none of them knew the program that we actually use. None of them knew that they could turn the stuff into the program we use for our grading or anything like that. Like he said, none of them knew that. So um, it was, uh, so he just said mandated, I guess, as of this coming Monday, everyone needs to have the Google Classroom set up for each one of their classes, which would have been better from our district to say something like that. I wouldn't have agreed with it, but, you know, to have a plan. So. Right. Well, going forward, you know, obviously, like I said, if, if in the fall, it doesn't look like we're going to be able to, to resume, you know, on the site, then that's probably something that the district should do, don't you think? Yeah, but I think they should stay away from that particular. I think they should stick with, we already have that grading program, which does everything the Google Classroom does. The only thing it doesn't, the only thing it doesn't do is if you make a Google Doc, you can send it individually, a copy to everybody. But all yeah. the kids have to do is go to your Google doc and hit make a copy. And that would be the only difference between what we do. So now a lot of the people, are, even our teachers are doing it twice. They're, they're signing something in Google classroom, but then the kids are turning it into Google classroom and then they have to grade it in Google classroom and send it back to our other grading program, you know, import it and stuff like that. And so it's like a, they're doing it twice instead of just right. doing what we already have in place um, and, and doing it once. So I'm trying to make it easy for my students that maybe aren't real well versed in Google classroom where they can submit it to Google Classroom or the other one. Wow, so, you are you are making more work for yourself, but you like yeah, to Yeah, I am making more work for myself, but you know. But you've been using Screencastify. Yes. And that's awesome for you. My kid, my kid's watching your stuff more than yeah. her teacher, excuse me, her teacher stuff. I, mm -hmm. I've tried to watch a couple of hers mm -hmm. and I, I just, I'm, I'm approaching it a little bit differently, so. Yeah. Um, but she's so conscientious, you know, she's, she's really a, a, a good, she's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So that's how the district responded. Um, and they're going to get their shit together. Even if, you know, you think they already have it. And I think that they're, they're getting it together for sure. Yeah. Um, so how do you think the uh, teacher response has been? <laughs> well, you know, that's, that's kind of hard for me to quantify because, I honestly don't know. You have a, a better insight into that because you've got a student that is, you know, uh, at our site. And at least in terms of some of the kudos that have been going out to some of the teachers that you might have thought were were slackers, 
Yeah. So it sounds like people are trying to step up. Yeah, like our former football coach who's at the private school, I mean coaching. Yeah. yeah. Like fuck, I just referred him to our to our other high school principal buddy like I just he cuz you know, he I get I'm like tech support by the way in case the world of uh, how the two people that have watched any of our episodes know um I'm like tech support for everybody. So I got principals calling me and district people calling me and he called me this morning again and said two questions, one about our um online grading program and how you share it with another teacher. And the other one about how you import it from Google Classroom into our thing. And I said, I don't know, but I got this thing from our, he was like, from who? And I was like, he fucking, it was nails apparently. So I well, just. And I, I tried to, and you know what? The thing that's amazing is that if you have any questions about the programs that we're using, you can fucking Google it. You can find a video. Somebody's already done it. Yeah, everybody has. It's, it's, it's awesome. And you know what? The people that run those things too aren't bad about getting back to you. Um, I mean, I had the one that our, 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 uh, school grading program, um, I emailed them about the issue about linking the two, their program with Google classroom on the Friday during our regular, on our previous spring break. Um, and they got back to me on like Tuesday and finally set it up for everybody to make sure it was working. Cause it wasn't working. Um, but yeah, it, so, okay. So I'll give you the breakdown from my kids, teachers. Um, she has. Her math teacher, who yeah. she already loves because it's like grandpa, um, has this. Is I mean, he the one that's planning on retiring? Yeah. Yeah. yeah he's he's he, part time right now. Good time to do it, didn't he? Yeah. He knows shit. Um, he is, he had, uh, has had a few uh, Google Meets already. And it's basically just his hands um, with the overhead projector on his screen. And he's talking, and the students are, uh, are, are watching him do all the um, problems and they type in questions or they say questions. Um, during it and yeah. he'll answer them and he had a google meet for like like an hour and a half from 8 to 9 30 the other night and uh bella was all about it and um, all the kids were there um, or any kids that needed help so it was like office hours like i did my office hours so the opposite is i did my office hours i think i told you yeah <laughs> basically around lunchtime so it wouldn't overlap uh it was for all of my students 192 students can come in and get help with anything they need and i had all of fucking zero zero kids showed up so that's the level of student i'm teaching this year and yeah yeah but um her other classes i haven't heard much about english um but it's both it's ma mainly she's focusing on math and uh the class you teach um the other ones are kind of just like um i mean her advanced chemistry class she already had a 98 percent going in she's not missing any except for that teacher messed up i think i told you we were told to keep it simple, right? In the right. first, well, the Friday of the first week, she gave a pop quiz on Friday and typed it in. Like you guys are supposed to be in my class right now. And the quiz is uh, before two o'clock or whatever today. And you have to do it today. And it was like, what? Like she opened up her, her iPad and it says, take this quiz. And she was like, oh shit. Then I think she missed one and she was all freaked out about it. I'm like, and then we had the conversation. I think I told you about my wife says, should she be looking at her notes during the quiz? And I right. said, no. And same thing with the other teacher for her, for uh, calculus class or um, her pre-calculus class. I said, email the teacher and tell him this is what's happening. What do you expect? So yeah, I guess on the next quiz that he gave, which was after his lecture at night, he said, it's open notes. I know you're doing it anyway. Yeah. So he clarified at least. Um, but 
the, I mean, those are the two classes where she was, she was a minus in basically. And she knew that she needed to study for. So she's been doing a lot for those classes and I don't know what she's doing for any, any of the classes. Yeah. So, um, I mean, that's, a, that's the student's perspective. Like my kids, my kids are doing their work. I got a lot of kids that aren't doing anything. So, you know, um, what about parent perspective? Like, how do you think the parents are handling it? Well, um, you know, when we initially, we had the first week that they, they, you know, altered to make our spring break. And then that after that, when we started our distance learning, um, we were told that we were to reach out to the parents. So I emailed everybody and, you know, I think it was 192 parents I emailed and I just kind of laid it out for them what my approach was going to be. And if they had any questions, you know, don't, don't hesitate to contact me. I've, I've had exactly one parent email me uh, related to that. And, and that, that was actually just a parent that said, Hey, thanks for the update. Yeah. Um, well, in the program we use, um, yes. we the grades in, um, I just, and I don't usually use this. I usually email individual uh, parents, but there's a button you can push um, when you publish the grades, it, like publish with an email. Uh-huh. So some slightly different, but, um, and, and it used to just be like a blanket message to everyone you're publishing the grade to. Now it actually has a box on the top where you can type in whatever you want in two columns. One column says um, students whose grades are going down and one column says students whose grades are going up and you can select yeah. parents and students. Have you done, have you seen that before? Um, I've seen it, but I haven't tried to manipulate it. Oh, all I did was type in, like, I, I unselected all the students that their grades are going up, and I selected all the students that grades are going down. You just, you just, on the very top, you just click students and parents, and it has everyone, and I just basically said, students, dash, your grade is going down because you're missing assignments. Parents, and then I give parents a longer explanation. Please keep on top of your students. Make sure they're not missing assignments. Make sure they're reading all the assignment instructions and the um, loop meals for me every day. And then you hit send, and it's sent to, like, immediately to, like, 40 parents. That's and I sweet. Yeah, I probably got 15 emails back. Like, oh, oh I apologize for this. I'm trying to keep on my kid. One of them was like, you know, every morning we go out, we, we go over what's going to happen for the day with the kid. And they always tell me they do their homework. And now I've checked and it looks like they're not doing anything. So it's pretty good to like, so every time I'm hitting publish now, I'm going to hit publish, send this message. And I, I basically copy and paste the message in a Word document. So I just pasting that lump thing in there. And every time a grade goes down, the only reason a grade can go down now is that they don't do an assignment. Exactly. So they're not doing their stuff. And well, and what do you think, what, what percentage of our students, you know, we're a, stu a school of approximately 3,000 or so, the cat's tugging at my, <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't eat that, don't eat that. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway, um, what percentage of our parents do you think are, are working from home now? If you had to guesstimate. Um, 40%? No, yeah. maybe 60%. Oh, I mean, the, the, the ones in the higher economic status are, are probably working from home. The ones in lower ones are definitely not working from home. Yeah. So, I mean, you got to figure all the condos and apartments in the area. Those people are less likely to be working at home. Um, the people that are living in houses are more likely to be working at home because they're obviously have a higher level job, not higher level, but you know. Yeah. Um, and so, I mean, even if you're not working at home, so if you're, if you're not working at home, I think your stress level is going to be higher because you're out of a job now. 
you're filing for unemployment, you're trying to figure that shit out. All right, so my question, since yes. you went way off topic. There. I'm fucking sorry. Dude. <laughs> I've been drinking and I just yes. things thoughts in my head. My eyes All look right. a lot. I mean, little so brother. you figure with, with a significant percentage of our students, they're at home, probably with at least one parent. Yeah. And, you know, I'm looking at the, the timestamp on, on an assignment. You know, I assigned it on a Monday and trust hey. me, I am. Hey, I am not move, overworking my students at all. Move to your left. I want to get you better in the picture, but I also want your cat. <laughs> no, no, no. The whole, yeah. Oh, damn. I guess. Uh, yeah, perfect. No, okay. back the other way. Sorry. You got to go back the other way. Is that you good? Have, yeah, that's good. That's okay. Good. <laughs> um, so anyway, you know, I'm looking at the timestamp and I assign it on a Monday and it's not due till 1159 PM on a Thursday. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking at the fucking timestamp and it says 1157. Really? Yep. Something yep. that should have taken you 25 minutes tops. Why couldn't you have fucking done it a little bit sooner? Yeah, dude, I'm right with you. I have, I have three kids. I've already sent screenshots to their parents because they're manipulating their parents because I'm using Khan Academy for my science for some of it. Um, and they show their parents, look, it was due on March 27th in Khan Academy. It says due March 27th and it says turned in. They're showing their parents the due date, not when they turned it in. Right. So then they go to our grading program and say, look, it was due on March 27th. And their parent emails me, um, there must be a problem with what you're looking at because my student clearly turned it in. It was due on March 27th in both your grading program and on Khan Academy. Well, I went in and looked at the details and they did it on March, you know, 30th and they did it for, they spent two minutes reading a four page article or less. Most of them, a lot of them spent zero minutes. Like yeah. I said, like I, I assigned an article through con and all they have to do is open it and they get, it says they've opened it. But some kids say 14 minutes, which is probably right. If you're trying to understand it. And some kids say zero minutes. So I send a screenshot of this parent. Look, they took this four question quiz six times each time took them less than a minute and it was the same four questions which means all they did was try to get the right answer every time and they spent zero minutes on the article and i just took a screenshot of each thing sent it back to them and say can you please have a conversation with your student and i did it for three kids yeah so they're just trying to manipulate their parents and some kids are like yeah i'm having a great time this is oh one of my students emailed me and said uh hey um mr boyd how is your coronation going? And I was like, oh, fuck. Are you fucking kidding me. <laughs> like, and he's like, I was, I've been thrown up for the last two days, so I didn't do any of my work. Is it okay if I turn it in late? And I'm thinking, no, you need to have your parent email me that you were throwing up for the last three days because I just don't think you've been doing anything. So Okay, the the one kid that you had last year that that I have this year. Right. That that, that our Spanish G- teacher the Spanish teacher can't stand, right? Oh, oh, that guy. I was, <laughs> I was thinking about GV. No, no. Oh, okay. okay. No, I lost. Oh, him yeah, that person's semester. left. Right, okay. right, right. All right. So you know who I'm talking about now. Yeah. Though, right? Okay. Yeah. Well, he sends me an email, and this is you know two weeks ago when I had assigned a one, thing, and and he sends me an email, and he says, he said, I want to know how much time you know we're gonna we're supposed to be spending on this because. I want to have time to work out and I want to have time for family. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. 
from eight o'clock till three o'clock every day. We're giving them about total with all their classes, maybe three hours of work a day. Maybe. Yeah, and my kids are doing probably that much work a day, but oh my God, it's such a joke. It's just, I don't know. This whole thing is, I mean, for the kids, but I do think, and I, and I emailed my kids on Friday because um, we're taking this, this week off-ish. Um, and I said, look, you guys, this has been so easy. It's been so easy for two weeks. I said, get ready for Monday because starting Monday, we're going to, we're going to increase it to a somewhat normal workload. Now workload being the time you spend in class, not the homework time. Right. Right. So roughly for our block periods, roughly an hour and a half, um, on the day that you would have the class, which would be about four and a half hours of work for three classes per day. Which they should be doing. You know they're not going to do it. No. But, yeah, it's, um, I don't know. And that's why with the screencasts that I've been putting together, I've been trying to keep them to about 15 to 20 minutes tops. Shift to left. Yep, yep, yep. I just don't want you to go off screen because I'm going to get lazy if I'm drunk and freaking editing this thing. (laughs) Um, Like I said, I've been trying to keep them to about 15 to 20 minutes tops because, first of all, that's – that's about 15 minutes more than our kids' attention span. And secondly, 20 minutes is about, I think, as long as they'll spend on any one, you know, video or recording or anything of that nature. I think for your advanced kids, I think I think they'll do as much as you need them to do. Um, my kid, Bella's, Bella's working a lot. Like her, I don't know, you probably had the same. Was there an extra credit assignment that you, did you get an extra credit assignment over the break or no? No. Over, okay. Um, they got one. And I'm pretty sure, as I told you, Bella said, and I'm burping up some, uh, um, Bella. Racer? Yeah. little. By the way, um, it is Racer 5 IPA that's been aged now for probably <laughs> six months. And it is freaking, it is um, golden. Uh, well, I look forward to, to the next time we can actually, you know, share a, a raise a glass together. No kidding. Um, but you guys gave a big test right before the vid occurred right yes it brought some serious grades down definitely she's been telling me like the assignments she's getting and the extra credit she has now she's like oh my god because she tells us our grades are going to start going up because they're going to you know they're going to get some stuff to boost her grades afterwards and so she's doing like five point assignments and her grade is like doot, doot. i'm like holy shit you're done and so but this break there's a she told me that her math class also gave an extra uh, assignment over this week extra credit assignment. She said, that's going to take me 20 minutes. She said, the other one for my social science class is going to take me like three hours. So yeah, um, both my kids, I mean, especially, well, and, and sorry. The, you know, the objective with what we're doing, because the way they've, um, they've uh, condensed the AP exam this year, right? All we're asking our kids really to do is to start doing things that are are intended to to be reviewed right yeah because you guys already you guys already got up to the point that they're going to test on right you guys just have to learn how to do a 45 minute written test basically yeah which is well, weird i mean bella should she should know you know she should be very well um she should be in good shape with regard to you know the structure that has already been put in place and if she reviews then come test day, you know, she she knows how to manipulate the documents. She'll be fine. And you've you've done the grading thing for many years on this. So how do you think that's going to work out? 
45 minute written test, boom, done. Yeah. I, you know, the great, it's, it's basically, it's, it's one DBQ. So the people that are experienced um, readers of the actual exam, it's, it's no different for them. And the only difference is that it's going to all be done. They're going to be at home as opposed to going to Kansas city where they typically um, hold the AP readings. And so are they doing it in a, such a short, like 45 minute sitting so that the kids don't have time to look everything up? Is that like probably the plan? Well, and you know what they're going to do is they're going to basically run it through something that is kind of the, the equivalent of um, Turnitin.com. Of, of Turnitin, yeah. And, and just, they, they've made it very clear that, you know, if you're cheating, we're going to notify all of the schools that you apply to. We're going to notify. So, and, and, you know, hopefully just, kids don't. Yeah. I mean, 45 minutes, I don't know how much you can. It, I think that notify notification is is a false little, you know, just just to see, um, just to threaten them, you know, yeah, Kinda like fake fake cameras in my room, just like hey, we're gonna do this. But um, anyway, I I I, I mean, a short period of time. It, it's it's like giving a a time test and like hey, it's open notes. But if you use your notes, you're not gonna have enough time to finish this test, sort of thing. Exactly. Yeah, so that's that's a smart move. But I think um, a big difference is because they're doing the same thing for AP Calc, AP Physics, all those things, it's all going to be written. So now those teachers are like, oh, fuck, we were working on like how to do math problems. Um, now we got to look at how work on how they how they write. So yeah. a lot of these kids are super smart math kids are fucking terrible writers. And they're going to be like, well, the derivative of the situation, you know, when there's a velocity applied to the whatever, you're going to be like, what the fuck are you talking about? Well, there's the no other thing that's going to be interesting, I think, is that I guess they're going to give kids the option of typing it as well. Yeah, that's and what I thought they were going to do. Oh, you th were they going to write it? They, I think they have the option of either writing it by hand or typing oh. it. And with some kids whose handwriting is fucking illegible, yeah. right. it's to their advantage to type it. What, what if they're not fast typists? Yeah. I Wow. Well, they're, and they're typing on their home computers, obviously. So why wouldn't you use speech to text? Yeah. Like, why wouldn't you uh, spend most of your time just talking it out, you know, just like I just did, the derivative of the velocity, and then just go back and edit it for 10 minutes at the end, spell yeah. check or whatever. But there'll probably be a program in place, right? Or, or Your guess is as good as mine. Wow. Well, you know, there are um, – Turnitin.com actually has a, has a, has a written uh, – they have a thing for universities that a lot of universities use, not high schools, that you could actually turn in written assignments like problems – for uh, math, you can actually turn it in and it'll it it grades it through that somehow wow. like there's a it's almost like um whatever when you when you uh scan a document and it pulls text out it's kind of like that thing but for handwriting so yeah i don't know if that well would be you know the college board has has a lot of money and a lot of resources so they'll they'll have something figured out yeah i don't know so that was district students parents teachers yeah i covered the whole gamut dude okay my butt's getting numb so yeah so let's wrap it up um anyway so here um and plus what time is it it's now 5 45 yeah we have a, a poker game online at 7 15 so what do you think we should try and get on uh the site by like quarter of seven yeah i would it's not that bad during the week at all like you'll get on it really quickly it, i think it's a friday saturday thing to that it was fucking terrible and okay. by the way so we haven't we haven't done this since like December. So we're missing all of our freaking Vegas trips. There's been a couple of them actually. Uh, you went, 
by yourself. I went by myself and then we went together. We never talked about those. Um, we got all sorts of other stuff to talk about, dude. And by the way, we got a lot of time to do it. Yeah. So um, this was a COVID response, but um, we got more to say. So, uh-oh, my computer's, oh, that must be a sign. Okay. Um, okay. All right, buddy. Well, all right. Cheers. All right, man. Look, I am. I will uh, see you in about a half an hour. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Or actually about, about an hour. About an hour. Howie and Boyd signing out. Peace, brother. Take care, man. All right. I'm going to turn this thing off now. All right. Later. Later. Don't forget to edit. Word. <laughs> All of our episodes can be seen on YouTube. Just search for Howie and Boyd and heard on iTunes Podcast, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, and hopefully soon on iHeartRadio. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the individual host and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of any other agency, organization, employer, or company. Assumptions made in the dialogue, banter, conversation are not reflective of the position of any other entity than the hosts and or their guest. Our work is original. Similarities to previously published material is coincidental. All the content has not been inspired by nor is based on any other podcast, blog, magazine, article, nor any book, and therefore we regret the resemblance with any of the aforementioned and would like to assure you that it was unintentional. Moreover, we do not intend to be offensive towards anyone who listens to this podcast. If anything said can be perceived as hurtful to any community or person, we extend our sincere apologies, but that was not the purpose in broadcasting said podcast. Language and or topics discussed in this podcast may not be suitable for children, so please preview in advance of the family road trip.